0: Please.
1: Welcome back to the next part of this Truth and Rhythm episode. Be sure to subscribe to this channel. If you've already done so, please share it with friends. Also, become a member by joining Truth and Rhythm on Patreon or consider donating at funkinstuff.net. Thank you so much for your interest and support. Enjoy. What, what are one or two, let's say two, of, of your favorite James Brown tracks, Waldo?
0: So the... uh, I've got the feeling. Oh, it was it so so syncopated? My God, this song was so syncopated. Mm-hmm. And the other favorite of mine is "If I Rule the World." Yes, oh, that's it, me. Yeah. It was so it was so o- orchestrated with the way the horns played, and then the baritone part I, I played on it was so like you know moving and everything it was like. Wow, when, when I played that song, I I would get shook up because that, that song was so musically emotional to me. If I ruled the world, that mm-hmm. was a bomb.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Holly, I don't think I asked you what would be your top two.
2: There was a time and I got, got the feeling. Got that feeling. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: What what do you think it is about those that you know you're so they're
2: just so driven it's just it's just such a a groove for yeah. one thing and it's just powerful yeah. for another they're powerful yeah.
0: yeah
1: did you get uh any space to solo in the shows or just oh, yeah. pretty much yeah? Oh, yeah
2: sure yeah yeah he would feature the band quite a bit yeah sometimes too much
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> Unless
2: you're that white redhead
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) So, you know, you guys grew up, obviously, with James Brown Funk before you even ever did anything with him. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, what does his his music mean in your life before working with him at all? Um, You know, were you a huge fan already or did you become more of a fan after working with him? So anyone can jump in on that.
3: I was just shocked that he he played he made so many songs at one time. I was young, I, I mean I was a youngster. You play uh, "Popcorn," "Mother Popcorn," because it's like every other week I was going to the record store because I had a. I'm dating myself. I had a a close and play where you open it up and put the forty five in and you close it and just play and you just carry the little case around whichever everywhere you go. It seemed like every week or every two weeks I was going to get a new record. You know, I mean each yeah. time you. Go- I mean, it might, it, it, part one, okay, two weeks, three mm-hmm. weeks later, part two, okay, two, three, part three, okay, then we get another one coming in, you know, then he had to, I'm like, then he put the slow one on my a no slow song, then he come back with another one, I'm like, what, you know, I, it was just, you know, you hear your parents play it over and over again, and then you start liking it, you know what I mean, so now i I think I'm a big girl now. I can go get my own records. I take my allowance and go around the corner to the record store, get my little record, you know, and I play it, you know, since I couldn't touch mom's records, you know, because when her company come over, she wanted her, her, her library was her library with her music in it. I had a little one in my room. I had the little wire thing. You stick the 45s in like this, like little saucers or whatever. And uh, I mean, I grew up off the music and I just, you know, I liked it. You know, it was just something exciting to listen to or wait. And then I was, the best person on the block because I had the new music, you know. Mm. Loved it. <laughs> yes, I never knew. I never knew back then that I would be such a big part of this right now, and it's it's just it's awesome. It's just I I'm telling you, I can't. It's 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 yeah. just exciting, you know, because you don't you never think that way. I, who would have thought me? I'm at home minding my own business, and I just take a ride down south. Maybe he might. Say something, even if he didn't, I just wanted to get a picture and an autograph or just see him. Next thing you know, here it is, 20, 30 years later, I'm still a part of the organization. Know everybody we like, and this is our family. We are the family. You're talking about his family, the band. We all know each other. We all know each other's families. We all know crazy idiosyncrasies about each other, because we basically all live together. Not just us with Mr. Brown was even with Mr. Brown's family. We all know we all know each other. We all do. It's just like one crazy family, and I'm serious about that. When I say crazy, it's crazy. Hmm. But we all family. <laughs> so
0: you know, yeah, we just
3: trying to keep it alive. That's all.
0: Mm. And one of the, you know one of the big big things that Brown Brown could be so so personable and so impersonable. But mm-hmm. it really it really got me when Mr. Brown came to Holly's father's funeral. mm mm-hmm. That that really blew me away. He drove up in that mm-hmm. big limo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, and like wow. the
2: jet to get here. The yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was I, pretty. Flew, I flew on the private jet. We went from we went from Augusta to uh Chicago. I think it was Chicago. And we just went up there to talk to some kids at a school just to talk to them. And go to. we were going to play there later on in that, you know, later on in that month. But it was just to promote, you know, uh, him coming up there and, and, you know, get everybody geared up because we were coming with, you know, seller tickets, you know, so the ticket sales could come up or whatever. And we saw a couple of other people that were there uh, but we went to different schools and talked with the kids about staying in school and you know get an education. Don't mess with drugs, things of that nature. I've done that out. with him many times. Yes, many, many. He's a stickler on going to school and getting the an ed- education. You know, mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm. I didn't think I was going to do that either. But hey, who flies on a private jet? Come on. I who think each one it? of us might have been on it at one time or another. I've been on it many times. You know, so but you know. It's it's just one of those things. Uh sometimes he even rode the bus with us, you know.
2: What?
3: Yeah, he rode the bus with us. Mr. Brown did. I must
0: oh not yes he here. had. I, I think I think, I think I remember one one. He time. rode the
3: bus with us with better sweet. Yes, he did. Oh yes he did. And we rode the bus with him. Two buses across country, you know, out in uh, different countries and stuff. Yes, we have.
0: Yeah, but yes. not as much. Not as much in the states.
3: No, mm-mm. I'm talking
0: about overseas. Yeah, okay, overseas. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah.
1: Yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: Because, yeah. because we we really didn't want him on the bus. We didn't. We didn't. Uh, because the, the bus <coughs> turned, turned <coughs> into a whole different planet. It sure did. Oh, the, sometimes don't he would what? get on her.
3: So, we fly commercial. Even if you're flying commercial, he's up in first class. He just can't rest. He gets up and he wants to walk in the back where everybody. everybody just, we all be talking. <laughs> he said, Mr. Bronco, we-.
0: <laughs> play sleep.
3: Like do sleep. Play sleep. <laughs> and he'll tap you. You all right? You all right? You all right, Miss Boss, Huh? Don't see- let you on, go to sleep. I'm just going to make sure everybody all right back here just bored. And then he come in, he comes sit with you. I'm like, oh my God. And then he stays back there. So now you like this. He might be one seat back. You can't move. <laughs> <Stop like this. laughs> hmm. oh, it's funny hey, things about a, him, you know, but I'm telling he you. Is a real funny cat. He's so bad. I miss the <laughs> old man. I really do. That's uh, you,
1: know, you know, um, a big part of the purpose of this show is to preserve these legacies and make sure that yeah. new generations can you know, learn about <laughs> these music figures and the music and all that. So with that in mind, um, you know, for me, when I was a kid, um, Cold Sweat was probably the track that, you know, first Mm -hmm. hooked me. And I felt like it was definitely the beginning of a new thing, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, Can you talk a little bit about how James Brown kind of revolutionized music itself? And I think people today don't fully get, how huge and larger than life he was at his peak and, you know, the enormous impact on all music. So um, who'd like to jump in and talk about that just a little bit? I think he kind of kept it, you know,
3: it, it kept on Being where everybody could, you know, listen to it and it'd be different. He kept his, he tried as much as possible to keep his music fresh. It never was the same song. It could be the same song, but like I said, a different way, a different melody, or he changed it somewhat where it accommodated everybody at different times and different genres. So I mean, that's the way I take the takeover because where he sung uh, "Try Me" back then, you know, like in the '60s was a little it was somewhat the same but a little bit different. You know, you, he, he might put uh voices here or whatever, or chase the music and that, but it still accommodated the people of that time and at that, you know, in that place or whatever. He just kept it fresh. But still funky and soulful, you know. That's yeah. how I looked at it. But that's you guys can jump in on that. But that's how I looked at it, you know. I look at it like that, you know.
0: Mm.
2: Yeah. Sure, call it, well, when I was a young black child, <laughs> <laughs> like Steve
1: Martin and the Jerk,
2: Steve Martin and the Jerk, yeah. <laughs> now, when I first heard Brown, it was like nothing else. There's nothing mm-hmm. else like that on the radio. And, yeah. and Cynthia's right; he kept changing and improving and and making new grooves and whatnot. And it was like it, nothing else sounded like that. Uh-huh. So yeah, as it it was mind-boggling really yeah i mean sure. it was simple but yet it was complicated at the same time try to get a white band to play funk i'm playing with uh-huh. one right now big band and it just james would roll over in his grave if he heard them play it papa's got a brand new bag it's like oh, Lord. oh. Lord, no that's not local that's, that's really
0: very local.
2: local very local yeah. I mean, there's that, a trick to it. There's a trick to playing yeah. funk music that people That's don't realize. Right. It's 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 very complicated, yeah. but yet yeah, it's very simple at the same time. Yeah, that makes it, it sense. ain't it ain't all
0: about notes. This about right. feeling.
2: Yes, the, right.
0: The accents and stuff. And I, you know, for me, I'll never forget. You know, at the same time I was with Brown, I had my own band too, and. We was at rehearsal, and we was trying to do a song. I, I forget what song it was, and the bass player I had at at the time, he, he got so pissed off because the I, I I I kept on trying to get him to do this and do that do that, and he just threw his bass down on floor. Damn it, Waldo! We don't know what you want. We ain't been where you have been. We ain't done what you done. We don't know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, it so it was so funny because brown, brown really, brown really get your brain going in in another right. way, and and half the time you doing stuff and you don't know where you got it from. It just you, you know it just you pull it out comes, of you. um, comes from your background from from your learning and stuff right right and like like one thing for me uh here now uh you know because I mean it's mostly white white cats uh playing playing the music they from brown I I learned to always watch the singer Yes. always listen to the singer mm-hmm Brown could take, try me and sing four notes, and then all of a sudden he's in a whole different song, and you don't, you don't even know it. You know mm-hmm. he just go can go from one song to another, and then back to where he started from, and you just have to watch the singer. You know what what's the ending of this song? the The ending of this song is when and where. He ends it. Yeah, the song has an ending, but that don't mean you're going to end it that way. The song has mm-hmm. a beginning, but that don't mean you're going to start it that way. The song has a middle, but it don't mean you're ever going to get to the middle. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's just so crazy. And, it's, you know, some bands get, get really pissed off at me because, because they, they read the charts. They read the chart. They're strictly mm-hmm. in that damn book. And it's like Brown, you might learn a song, especially the horns, from a chart, but then you never see a chart on the stage ever. Never. You, you, put, it in, you put it in your head and you learn it. And and you could play with that man eight years, and then all of a sudden he'll pull a song out of his hat or live on stage and call this song off, and you ain't even never played it before. But you better know it. You better know it. It's so crazy, so crazy. It's the head of the cat. Head of the cat.
1: <laughs> wow. So, Holly, uh, what would you say is, uh, you know, if a horn player today is trying to uh, play funk? You know, what are a couple of pointers you think that they should pursue in order to, you know, really be down with the funk?
2: Well, the horn players are more or less locked into what the horns played on the record, as far as that goes. And the feel of the funk is going to really come from the rhythm section, the drums, bass, guitar, keyboards. That's where your feel is really going to come from. But the horns mm-hmm. have got to fit in on top of that. And, yeah, there's a whole bunch of variations of, of the way they can play. But first, you got to get that groove there. That's the most, most important thing: is the groove, and then you got to lock in with it.
0: Yeah, for the horns, you got you 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 got the attack of 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 note. You got you got the sustain of of the note.
2: Phrasing,
0: yeah uh, Yeah, the phrasing and stuff. There's still a lot, a lot of different things that that. Like, like I deal with this big big band that's here, and they they try to play some pop popular music and stuff, and it's like these cats, or people in general, might be able to really play if they don't get so hung up on what all these damn charts are saying. Because a lot of people that write the charts don't write them right. They don't write them what they, you know, what it's supposed to be of the way it originally is. It's You know, it's kind of like, it's kind of like the Bible. You know, the Bible is written and then people just take out, take out of it what they want that fits them the way they like it, you know so this you know music, music in general is like that you know you just have to fit you know fit in fit in and make it happen when but when somebody that's been around that era that's with within people these other guys that haven't often get offended when you try to tell them how to play it, mm-hmm. you know they really get offended, and, and and that's crazy too, you know. So, music is is a whole nother life.
1: I you know, I can appreciate, you know, the big brassy sound of like you know Earth Wind and Fire horn section, Tower of Power <coughs> horn section. To me personally, my favorite style is you know the way maceo and fred wesley kind of weave in and around the groove you know and Mm -hmm. just you know that kind of feel is just something really special to me
0: yeah
1: hard to teach that it's
2: it's hard to teach that yeah if you don't feel it you're not going to get it Mm -mm. Yeah. and they listen to
0: the record and try to copy the record but it's still a big percentage that is not going to be right.
3: Right, because they can listen to a record and they can mimic the record verbatim. But you take the record away and tell them to play it live, they're going to play it just like the record. No, chill out, you're too tight. That music is so tight because it's structured to sound like that and that's it and it's pressed like that. But when it's time to play it, you got to put them shoulders down and get, the, get busy. I'm, I'm serious. You got to fall in, yes. you got to... Bob and weave with it, you know? And it sounds so much better because you're relaxed. It's like you're going up there and you, okay, all right, yeah, y'all got this on y'all. Got, you look too tight. And I don't you are just like, too tight yeah. up on the stage, and it'll never come out that way. Put them right. shoulders down and just try to go with the flow if you can. You cannot play verbatim like that on a record and try to go on the stage and play. Oh, people say, oh, I know, oh, I know that, I know that. So a lot of times I work with some of the groups here and they might say, I said, we're gonna play, you know, something. Play something. What do you want? I said, Well, you know, what do you know by James Brown? They might say, Okay, uh, you want to do living in America? I'm like, ah, Okay, we can do it, you know. But it's like, oh, Okay, uh, okay, it'll do, you know. Or they try to do sex machine and they stay in this one pattern, uh, you know, all the time. I said, You know, you got this is changes and stuff in there. That's how I said, get on up, get up, get on up. Oh, they ging, 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 just all through the whole thing. I said, Is the verse in there? there's a change in there Uh, uh, okay 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 but they get so stuck on it and then everybody get out get out get out so you just stay there I said you know like the boss would say they just don't know (laughs)
1: know (laughs) know.
3: did did you
1: you
3: it's It's just the feeling that you have to have you got to put them shoulders down and get in there can't be too tight I'm serious because it won't work it won't
1: did James Brown ever catch any of you or other people like sort of imitating him? How did he take to that?
3: I a lot of, all of, a lot. He, you know, he laughed laugh for a minute, but then it's like, okay. I, I remember one time we were in the limousine and I was in the limousine with him and a couple of his uh associates, Judge Bradley, Miss High, uh, Mr. Friday, and somebody who else is oh, Mr. Mr. I think Miss Mr. Bobbitt there. This was right, Mr. Bobby had just started working for Mr. Brown. Uh what back in can remember in 90s 90s early 90s or something like that. Middle, mid-90s or whatever. Anyway, we were all in the car together. And he said, How you doing? I said, I'm well, he said, how you doing? He said, everybody laughing. Yeah. So here she goes. Go. <laughs> all right, Miss Bud, you're real funny. You are funny cat. I said, no, sir, I'm not funny. I'm not a cat. <laughs> they said oh so he said oh you think you sound like me yes <laughs> said, okay well then you do me then i said excuse me i said, he said, he said, he said, I said uh, what do you want to hear and then i just had him up. he said okay that's enough i said no problem and that just took everybody out you know he said she thinks she can mimic me miss high said cynthia you need to put that on tape and just do show.' of different antics that he does because he's got a lot of things that he says that are like classics. You know what I mean? You listen to yeah. him, he point at you, and he has a finger that was broken right here at the tip, and he'd be saying, you, you, and you, but the finger's like this, so don't nobody know who he's talking to. You know what I'm saying? And play, and play, and play. Who? Who? <laughs> and play, and the finger's like this. <laughs> And oh, I, you know, no. it, it's just, just one of them things. He said, Miss Ma, you think you're funny? I said, no, sir, not at all, not at all. I said, okay, <laughs> that's enough. And I said, no hey, problem. He said, Miss Ma. I said, yes. <laughs> I said, <"Yeah,
1: laughs> okay,
3: okay, and then you know he started to get an attitude because too many people laughing at him right now. So I know when to stop. He said, he did, he stop. He said, yeah, I think that's funny, huh? It's not funny. I said. Is not. <laughs> so I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. He <laughs> used to get so upset oh, no. with that. So, but then he, then he said, "This boy sound like me." I'm like, "No, I'm not going to do that, sir." You know, I know you can do it. <laughs> but that's just some of the funny stuff that we do, you know. Or all of us mimic him in one way or another. All of us do. Every one yeah. of us. Yeah. Wow, that's just. That's just our humor with the boss. You know, that's number love. That's all it is. <laughs> never, never, never,
0: never. Yes. But let, but let me throw throw this in, uh Scott. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, um Mr. Brown died in uh two thousand six, right? Holly six, E725. Today the James Brown band is back together. Mm-hmm. And we are, uh, have done a, a tour in France and uh, the Netherlands. And we' supposed to be going to Canada in August. And then we're trying to line up some things in the States uh, around the first two weeks of September. And uh, for everybody, be on the lookout for the James Brown band. And when you hear about it, this is the real, the real band, not the fake. Mm-hmm. And, and we also have a new single out, which Miss Moore is singing, called "I Wanna uh, I Wanna Make You Dance," which uh, is a very classic funky song.
1: What is the, uh, you know, what is the set list like now? If people go to see the show, what can they expect?
0: They can respect everything but Jane and Brown. Then we'll go ahead and answer
3: that. Uh, well, we have, we'll never let his music die. His music is there. There are songs that, uh, I sing to, to, uh, to bring out what I did in the in the in the group with Mister Brown because I was featured in his in his uh, you know in his show as well as well as uh, uh, different things that uh, some of the band members did or whatever it might have been uh, some one of the songs where the horns might have done something some uh, or it's like some it could be some top forty it could be some classics but we never and some new things but we never let that aura of James Brown go. It's not, it's never going to go away. We still do things, but we all feature things that we do as as individuals as well. But we still, it is still the James Brown show. It's just showing that us, the band members, can do other things besides just play all his music. You know, I, I sing some of the songs that he sings, you know, and uh, as well as Waldo, you know, as well as Fred Thomas, and we all bring a different flavor to the group. That song, you know but we do keep mr brown alive in that in that group he is there his music is there
1: yeah yeah mm-hmm. well that's a noble cause in my book
3: yes You know? thank
0: you yeah mm-hmm. um
1: yeah. have you uh was this sort of delayed by the pandemic or did you guys kind of come together during the pandemic or it,
3: it's it's a little bit of both really i mean you know while that was going on no, nothing could really get get through to do anything because everything was like shut down. So everybody's like at a distance hoping that this would happen, but you had borders that were closed so we couldn't actually do anything.
2: But we were and, touring before the pandemic. And yeah, we were touring before the pandemic. Yeah. So
3: yep, sure did. And we're back. So I guess it's just a little bit of both. Um, so, yeah. You know, just trying to get it back together again. Now that everything's opening up and, you know, uh your bookers and promoters are starting to, you know, uh, you know, get with the groups and things like that and bring this back. It's just that we got to make sure that people come back as well, you know, because of what's happening. It's kind of like a delayed reaction as far as individuals and people who want to come out and be in close quarters with other people, you know, stuff like that, but it's slowly coming around. So, you know, and everybody wants entertainment, but it's still kind of, you know, it's kind of leery with things happening as it is. So, you know, we're just hoping for the best with everybody, you know, just wanting to come together and hear us play.
1: That's mm-hmm. It. Mm-hmm. And Waldo brought up uh, 2006 being uh you know, Mr. Brown's passing. Were mm-hmm. you still uh, working with him uh, at that yes. time or in touch with yes, him? We and, and And yes. how, how difficult was that to come to terms with?
3: It's still difficult. It's difficult right now. I mean, you know, if, gosh, it's like, I mean, that's like a big hole in my heart. And it's like, you know, when Christmas comes, it's not the same. When his birthday comes around, it's not the same. You know, I mean, some days you just have him on your mind. something, and something. Then you go out on the stage. It's like <clears throat> the last time I went out on stage. Before I started singing, I just just start crying. And I mean, because so much has happened in, in, in this time, as far as with him passing, us trying to stay strong and doing this, and the group coming together, and we're together and I had COVID. I almost I almost passed this past season here, or whatever. And it's like, you know, and you you reflect on a lot of different things that you've done. And you know, you miss him and you miss the band members. And then we all get together, we start singing songs. I just got so melancholy. It just swept me up like it just I said, come on, let's let's do this. And that's one of our better shows. I don't know how, but it's just. It's just like the aura in the room changed for me because I'm, I'm looking at this. I mean, you know, and I wish he was here and I think he was in the room. So it's more, go ahead, do what you got to do. Stop crying, you know. <laughs> I can hear it, yeah. I can just hear it, you know. But uh, yeah. we're that's doing nice. better, you know, but it's just a slow process. You know, when the main, the main part of something breaks down, you know, you, st- you just have to rebuild. That's all that it is. It's just rebuilding, rebuilding, restructuring. So that's what we're doing.
1: What do you got, Holly?
2: I'm going to say that we, when we toured with him all those years, we'd do two, three, four weeks maybe, and then we'd have three or four weeks off. Mm-hmm. But the more time we had off, the worse he would get as far as health-wise because he wouldn't yes. be taking care of himself, he wouldn't eat properly, right. and various other things. But this last, right before he passed, we'd been off like two or three months. That was way too long for him to be off. Mm-hmm. He would get, you know, like I said, he would he would get unhealthy the, during the time off. But when we come back, he'd come back on the road, he'd get healthy again because he would be excited about doing something and he would mm-hmm. put putting, putting it out there, and he would get back his health back. But this time we were off two or three months, and that was too long. Mm-hmm. And he couldn't make it, couldn't get his health back, and that's we were scheduled to go on the road the next day for six weeks when he passed.
0: So and that's when that's when he hired hired me back. Right. Holly, 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 said, "Mr. Brown, you say his name every show. Why don't you get hired back?" <laughs> so yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so he finally hired hired me back, and then he died. It's like God oh, damn, he fucked me again. <laughs> <laughs>
2: A parting shot. (laughs) Parting shot. Yeah. Wow. Well,
1: um, I really appreciate you guys spending all this time talking about uh James Brown and the music you're doing and the stuff you got coming up. Um before I'm gonna ask you to provide a, a website and more information, Waldo, for people to follow up. But uh before I do that, I wanted to ask a final question, and that is you know, what do you think is the most valuable lesson that you took away from James Brown? whether it's personal, whether it's musical, whether it's professional. And everybody's going to have to have a different answer. So um, whoever jumps in first is probably going to get the benefit. Who wants to jump in first?
2: Well, for me, when I was a little black child, (laughs) no, I used to pick Cotton when I was a kid, and he loved that fact. He just thought that was fantastic. But anyway, uh, I was going to say, I had two degrees in music, and when I got out there with Brown, it's like I just threw my degrees out the window because it didn't mean it anything. It didn't mean nothing. He it didn't, didn't mean anything nothing. about music, but yet he was the master of what he created. and And I realized that it's not all about notes and how you write it out and the correctness of it. It's what it feels like. He said that several times. Yeah, he'd play I something. And he'd it. be totally wrong. We say, "Oh, Mister Brown, you can't." Well, Sinclair said that. You can't. That's not right. You can't do that. How's it sound? Okay. Thank you. right That's all. Yeah. So yeah. education yeah. was out the window.
1: That's a real life lesson for sure, right there through music.
2: Yeah, it's, I can't answer that question. It's no. really not the
0: truth.
1: Although uh, while Cynthia continues to think on that, what was the top lesson that you took away from your time with James Brown?
0: Well kind of a mixture. It's like one of my things is that you have to believe in yourself God. i I don't feel. I personally don't feel like you have to be a star to say that you made it. Mm -hmm. You know, if you just be yourself, stay true to yourself, and don't let other people discourage you from doing what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Because you never know, you never know when you are on it. You never know when you got the right thing. For 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 a good example, uh, four four things come come from to mind. One is uh, who is the smartest man in the world that that everybody says the smartest man in the world. Who is Somebody
1: answer. I don't know. Bill Gates?
0: <laughs> no, no, really. The smartest man in the world. To me?
3: No, no. No. <laughs> you, said, you said the smartest person in the
1: world. Uh, to
3: yeah. me, I'd
0: say Jesus Christ.
1: <laughs> Stephen Hawking, is he still alive?
0: Well, okay. Let's say like Leonardo da Vinci. Okay. The, the, these cats were great, but died before their greatness. And they they didn't even know. But mm-hmm. when it came to the end, they was great. You know these these tennis uh painters. You know uh, all this sculpture and all this kind of stuff. These were great people that didn't live to see their their greatness and uh so it's it's like uh you you don't know what it is that's great you know nobody can really say what's great it's like a hit record can't nobody say what a hit record is and how is a hit record picked? the the boss of the record company of Sony and, and Warner Brothers, they they wake up one morning and one artist is on their mind. That that song, that artist become a hit. It don't even mean that it's a great song. It just means that they are on their mind and they say, okay, we're going to work on this. This is going out. We're going to make it do what it do, whether it is or not. You know, so it's it's always a thing of stay true to what you believe. You know, a lot of people don't believe what you believe in. A lot of people don't believe in what you're doing. But as long as you believe in what you're doing, keep doing it. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. You don't know where it's going to take you.
1: All right. So we got be true to yourself. Yeah. We got uh, throw out your formal uh, academic training and, and learn the real stuff. And then we got Cynthia to, to bring us some wisdom right now.
0: Just, you know. Wait wait, just, wait, 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 wait. The answer to the other question, the smartest man was Einstein. Okay. 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 And don't forget, Einstein was a dropout. Okay. Question. Okay.
3: That's a, that's a real hard question for me to answer. I mean, it's basically just listening to the wisdom that he gave as far as stay true. like Just because Waldo took part of what I was going to say, but I still have to say it. Stay true to what you love. Do it. You know, don't be scared of it. Do it. He said, if it pleases you, then you good. You know, do what you. He said, if you enjoy doing that, Miss Moore, do it. You know, a lot of jobs that you do, you do them, you don't like them. But if you find something uh-huh. that you enjoy doing, you won't like that better, whether you're making a whole lot of money or a lot of money. He said, but don't be a fool. Don't be crazy. Don't be stupid. You know? right? But, right. He said, just enjoy what you do. He said, but be smart. Watch, watch, Watch your paperwork. Watch your business. Take care of your business. Take, yeah. care, of your take business. care of your business. Yeah. Please take care of your business. He said, boy well, you, you don't understand it he said you you <laughs> i always and i always and i always felt slighted when i first started the group because i'm i'm the big girl i'm i'm like i'm the big girl you know everybody's all little tiny and dainty, you know all cutesy and all that but i always stayed in the back i always stayed in the back but you heard me no matter where we were you can have all the ones dilly-dallying and jumping around and swinging and swaying all you want to but you heard me in the back. You know what I mean? He said, "Miss Boy, don't worry about that. Because I'm telling you something. Whether you know about ain't nobody I, And it's not It's not to be facetious or nasty towards any of the other singers or whatever. But don't think that they don't hear you. Don't think mm-hmm. that they don't know you and don't ask about you. You're going to be up there in the front one day. And then one day he put me up in the front and put the other ones in the back. And I felt kind of bad about that. But he said, no, right there. That's why I want you to stand, right there. And then after a while, he started calling on me, you know, to do this and to do that. Even when Miss High was there and even when she left, you know what I'm saying? Then all of a sudden, I started being featured in the show. And, I, you know, so slowly but surely, everybody has a time. It might not be then. It might be then, whatever, whatever. He said, just stay true to what you do. Don't, mm-hmm. you know, don't go, don't get out of line. Just stay there. Enjoy yeah. what you do. And I mean, you know, he's and, and he's been a heck of a father figure or a person to really help you as far as your business is concerned. He really was. And I appreciate that. I, I truly do. That's why I miss him a whole lot. Because it's a lot of things that I should be doing, but not sure of to do. And I doubt myself a lot. But I mean, if he was here, he'd say, it must you wait now. You know. <laughs> but it's what I to, tell you. Ain't, yes, ain't that what and, I tell and you? I, and I'm hearing that. From some, you know, someone, and not just one person, a few people, but it's like you need that little push because I just keep doubting myself, and I shouldn't do that. I really shouldn't. But uh, so things are starting to open up now, you know. And then uh, I was proud to, like I said, record the song uh, "I Want to Make You Dance." I really enjoy it. I love it. So when we get out there, I it's love it, you know. So it gives yeah. you a chance to, but uh, you know.
1: Tell the people Waldo, where they can go to, to hear it to get it, all that good stuff.
0: It's on, it's on all the the platforms. Let's go to the James Brown band. I want to make you dance. Mm-hmm. I wanna, I want to make you dance. It's on mm-hmm. on Spotify, on, on iTunes, every you know whatever music platform you got is there. And what's what's the best?
1: I want to make you dance. And what's the best website for them to keep track of what's going on with the group?
0: Well, right now I'll uh, go on Facebook and just look up James Brown Band. I haven't I haven't finishing developing the new website, being that I just taken over this management position two two months ago, and it's a lot a lot of work plus what I'm doing myself. So it's a lot of work. And uh, you know, Cynthia is not paying me to do this. So anyway, go well, on Facebook, James Brown band.
1: Excellent. Yes. Guys, uh Waldo, Cynthia, Holly, yes. it's been so great talking to you guys. And thank you for sharing your stories you. with everybody.
2: Thank you yes sir
0: and and it's, it's a real pleasure being in your presence thank putting us with all all them funk dogs that you've been having on the show <clears throat> yeah it's a real honor real wow. honor
1: i hope you enjoyed this episode of truth and rhythm a big thank you goes out to our guest as well as to you the viewer and listener also much gratitude to pleasure for supplying the show's funky opening and closing music. As a reminder, you can always access the complete list of linked shows by episode at funkinstuff.net. I urge you to support this program and receive the extra benefits along with that by subscribing to the Stuff channel on YouTube and sharing it with funk, R&B, and jazz lovers, joining Truth and Rhythm's membership program at Patreon, submitting a donation at funkinstuff.net buying everything is on the one the first guide to funk book at amazon shopping at the funky things store for cool merchandise at funkinstuff.net and linking through funkinstuff.net for all of your amazon purchases in addition if you're an artist or anyone seeking proven results oriented professional marketing pr writing or editing consultation or production